0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation.
1: Welcome to Nirvana Sisters, where we discuss all things health and well being to help you achieve your highest state, your Nirvana. Hi, I'm Amy Sherman, a marketing exec with a passion for wellness and beauty.
2: Hi, I'm Katie Chandler, a former fit model that has a passion for health and fitness.
1: We are sisters-in-law who share the same love for well-being, ready to sift through all the self-care noise and bring you a splash of what we think is fun. So let's get started.
2: Welcome back to Nirvana Sisters podcast. This week, we are super excited to have someone very dear to me, my cousin, Lisa Composto. Lisa is a floral artist. Her company is Composto Fiori. She's based in Houston, Texas. Uh, it was through Lisa's passion for paintings that she fell in love with floristry and capturing the drama between light and shadow through her floral photography, which is so cool. Uh, while she's <laughs> tried many creative endeavors, she is most passionate about this one and her desire to share her flower stories through creative, soulful experiences. Lisa is also someone that was recently diagnosed with a chronic illness, and she is determined to inspire, uplift, encourage others to follow their dreams and advocate for their health. And I am really excited to talk about all of that. She is a beautiful person inside and out, lives in the present moment, and aspires to triumph through life's challenges while embracing every moment with gratitude. So she could not be a more perfect guest for us this week
1: on The (laughs) Body Sisters. So hi, Lisa. Thanks for being here. Hi. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. Hi, welcome. So nice to meet you.
0: Thank you, Amy. I love that this family is connecting in new ways, and that's the magic of technology these
1: days, right? And by the way, Katie has so many cousins. It's so funny. I feel like every time I'm with Katie, she either mentions a cousin that she has that's fabulous like you, or we run into, remember we ran into your cousin like last year in Nashville? It's just so funny because I don't have a lot of cousins, so I always just find it so amazing. I love it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we do
1: have a big family. We do, and to break it down, my (laughs)
2: mom has six siblings and my dad has six siblings, so that's why. (laughs) That's why. There you go. I love it. All right, well, let's kick it off with our nirvana of the week, Amy. I'm going to kick it to you. What was your nirvana this week?
1: Yeah, so we got a new puppy, and she's literally the most adorable thing. Her name is Sky. She's an Australian labradoodle and she's just the uh-huh. sweetest thing. She's eight weeks and it's just brought so much joy to us um, and the family. So yeah, I mean, big Nirvana this week and it's just, I do feel like I have a baby again and I'm on a total schedule and it's kind of like taken over my whole week, but we'll get in a routine. But uh, yeah, it was, it was just amazing picking her up and um, bringing her home to the family. So that was mine. Okay. What about you, Katie? She's so cute.
2: And thank you now Madeline and Reese are begging me for a new puppy every single day. (laughs) Um, But I would say my Nirvana this week, my parents are still here. They're in town and and my mom and I cooked dinner together in my new kitchen. And it was like one of, I think the first time I cooked a meal, you know, from scratch in my new kitchen and I was with my mom and so that oh, was really nice. nice. Yeah. And then also this glass of wine that I'm having right now because it's Friday. Oh, <laughs> I've done that. I know. Like we're yeah, so glad. hour. My I'm gosh. amazing. Yeah. You're so you're
1: That was so right. I need. I should have done that. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, we usually okay. record around lunchtime, but we're recording late today. So this is why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cheers. Yes. <laughs> I'll cheers. I'll so, choose with my flowers. Lisa, tell us what was your Nirvana this week? I had
0: some amazing nirvana this week. Um, I hosted the second one of my new workshops where I am starting to share my stories, my flower stories that resonate so deeply with me. And they've been such a mechanism of healing for me that I am just ready to start sharing my story and helping other people. And so I, uh, I started the workshop with a little bit about me. And I brought in all these beautiful, locally grown Texas flowers from a farm here in Texas called Base Camp Farms. Um, This is in support for a sustainable and ethically driven brand called Foxholt who supports other brands of that. And um, so everything in the store has a story behind it. It's art driven and it gives back, it has a greater purpose. So it's been amazing to be a piece of that journey, but this workshop was like a gift because um, when I invite people to, to stay present with me and try to tap into their inner creative and whatever is speaking to them at that moment, if it's pain, if it's channeling prayers through what we're creating, anything, just give yourself just two hours of a pause and to see the garden masterpieces that these individuals created was such an affirmation to me that i am on the right path and i am so happy to be doing this and giving back and finding my greater purpose so uh that was my nirvana this week and i can't wait to start hosting more thank you so much
1: i would love to come well listen
0: i want to do this nationwide because i want to start supporting um local farms and growers wherever i go supporting the communities even sourcing my vessels from a local potter in town, supporting a local coffee shop, doing a demonstration there. I am ready to start exploring and sharing my story everywhere I go. So, yes, maybe I'll have a workshop where you are <laughs> one day. I would love That it. would be amazing. Well, yes, it's,
2: it's you. a, you're so much more than – well, first of all, floral artist is, is – an accurate way to put it you're so much more than I would say I don't know a florist because not that there's anything wrong with that but your 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 work really is like art and also I see it on Instagram it's unbelievable but it's obviously (laughs) so much more than that to to you it's very like spiritual and it's about healing and so how did you get into doing this like how I know it was through your love of painting and everything so how many years and when did you start Composto Fiori
0: um, so I started my company, I became a registered LLC with Texas um, in August of 2019. So that was not that long ago. And let me tell you, it's been a lot of pivoting and shifting. And what I started out as has evolved and expanded. And it's like, I have manifested and and created that path for myself and chiseled it down to what I want it to be. Um, and I'm so thankful to have found that because I know not a lot of people have had the capacity to do so. I will say that, you know, through all my creative endeavors, I've tried a little bit of everything. They all fizzled out, and my heart kept calling me to flowers and that style of artistry. And so when I started practicing, it was back in uh, 2015, and it was around the time when all my friends were getting married, having baby showers, et cetera. Everyone came to me to be the hostess. I loved that opportunity. I embraced it. I went full out every time I hosted one of these showers. And it gave me the opportunity to start playing with flowers. And when I did that, I always snapped a photo because I was like, I'm going to paint it. I'm going to paint that arrangement one day when I get to it. And through that, I was like, what am I saying? I don't want to paint it. I'm painting right now with my flowers. Um, But really, the turn inward and where I connected with it on a very deep spiritual level and one of great healing was um, during the pandemic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was almost willing a reason to slow down so that I could embrace what I truly wanted to with flowers and my artistry. And when that happened and the shift happened in our world, um, I had all the time in the world to reflect. And that is when I was diagnosed. And that is also when I discovered that flowers are a form of prayer and healing and spirituality for me. So. Yes. Thank you for asking that question.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I was talking about this actually in a show recently about I have always loved flowers and really the process of putting them together is so relaxing and therapeutic for me. And I do it all the time. And I was mentioning in a recent episode that my Nirvana of the Week was putting together these flower arrangements and designing them for A party we were having or having some people over. And that moment I just loved because it brought me so much peace. So I totally can relate with what you're saying. Obviously you're incredible and have like really made a career out of it, but I do totally understand where you're coming from because I connect with flowers too. I always have. My husband always um, says, he's like, if you were to have like a business, it would be something to do with flowers and dogs because those are the things that make you happy. You're right. So anyway, I love love that. So what were you doing professionally before starting Composto Fiore?
0: I was actually in an HR position for an oil and gas um, engineering procurement and construction company here in Houston called Totally different. Yeah, right.
2: Totally different. Way and to
0: the right. That taught that taught me so much, you know, discipline and um actually it was a very creative position. Um I worked with an amazing team. We did talent management. We helped uh, develop like the key talent um individuals that you know we we saw a, a greater career path with as future leaders of the company. And it was it was a really cool experience. And during all that, everyone I ever worked with was like what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was I was I was so, you know, in that mindset that I have to do the grind. I ha- there's no way I would succeed as an artist. Who am I kidding? Like how how can I have gone to school for something else and now I'm going to try like yes, I, I would love to have a gallery full of paintings one day. I thought that's what it was going to be. Um, I never imagined this is where it was going to take me. And it's been way more fulfilling than I would have ever imagined. So the message in that is I, I really support and encourage everyone that I meet to tap into what's calling you and give it a chance and give it a fighting chance. It's not going to be easy. Um, there's going to be a lot of sacrifices made, but if you are truly called to something, there is a reason the world needs you here and you need to push through that and it will bring you the greatest form of joy and peace.
2: <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. It's amazing. Also, we have to say while we're having this interview, Lisa is doing things with flowers. I mean, you're arranging <laughs> them and snipping them and clipping them. And it's like, it's, it's amazing to watch you do it because it, you can tell it's like bringing you Peace and Nirvana and Zen. As you're talking to us, it's very cool.
1: So, thank you for in, in that. beautiful kitchen.
2: <laughs> I know it's gorgeous.
1: I so, dreamed up this
2: kitchen.
0: It was hard to convince my husband, but that's what you gotta you gotta keep fighting for <laughs> what you want. And it was a lot of hard work, but it pays off.
2: All right, so we've it's tapped beautiful. a little bit onto you know, like how your love of painting led you into it. What are some simple tricks that you can give our listeners? So back in season one, I think I was like, I don't know, maybe episode three, Amy, when we had uh, interior designer Zoe Feldman on, she was telling us w- the episode was about like how to build a beautiful home that, that supports and nurtures you and brings you Zen and peace. And she was saying, bring in something that's alive, bring in flowers, bring in plants, bring in a... Uh, a branch from a tree branches, and put it in a vase, yeah. anything. Right. So I feel like it's really great for our listeners to get some tips and tricks from you on how they can build their own gorgeous arrangements and bring life into their home.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. This is something that I'm passionate about also teaching in my, in my workshops, because I do absolutely agree with that. Um I was telling Katie when I jumped on here this this branch right here this is a very um typical southern landscape uh, greenery type shrub. Um it changes in the most gorgeous fall colors and for oh, Texas wow. this is a lot of fall, okay? <laughs> so um we're we get excited about the little orange tint and the red tint in these leaves. And um so this is a plant that thrives down here. I just recommend that you um, go outside, start walking your neighborhood. Um, if you have the opportunity to go explore a little further and actually go foraging, like in the hills and the mountains, amazing. Do that connect, just feel the leaves. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, it's, they're always there. And, and yesterday, for instance, I just got out and sat in the grass at this beautiful park and just connecting yourself with the ground and with the dirt is so healing. So all you can do I mean, please follow me for any, any kind of questions regarding, um, floristry and how you can forage, um, hardy greens around your home. This is something that I think is such a beautiful idea for people to start doing. It's so attainable. It involves you just going outside, snipping some branches, play around in an artful vessel. Um, I use chicken wire, which is you know, chicken wire. It's it's like what you would find at a hardware store or a garden store. I use coated chicken wire, and I kind of crumble it into a little nest, and that's what I stuff inside my vase. And that oh. will allow you to arrange more artfully. Oh, that's yeah. such so a good smart. idea! Because I just yeah, in.
1: I think the process is so creative, and I love that you can do whatever you want but i think some people uh, like don't know where to start i think it also can be intimidating when you're grabbing a bunch of things you're like i want it to look nice and it, it, i yeah. can't do it that is a that is, a, it. That it is a word
0: i i use a lot during my workshops it is intimidating i remember that feeling going to the grocery store market and that's one of those self-confidence things. And that's something I want to foster in individuals because that's something I lacked greatly with the condition that I have. And it, it, <laughs> we care so much about what other people think. But if you just shift that mentality and, and try to look inwards and say, what do you care about? that's what you've got to listen to first. It's going to fill your cup up beyond any other means of doing so. And um, you know, it's just without us being fulfilled, we're not going to be good caretakers or, or um, productive employees or ambitious individuals. Cause we're going to be topped at, tapped out and worn, worn down. So I love this idea of bringing live plants indoors and, and, Branches like this, this lasts for three or four weeks in a beautiful vessel on your countertop, on your island. You come in, you see a little bit of the outside. You're reminded that nature ultimately drives us. And, yeah, get back out there and clip some more branches. Go clip some flowers and experiment. You can't go wrong. You seriously cannot lose with that.
2: Branches, (laughs) they'll live in water. For three to four weeks, if you – but do you have – is it important to, like, prune them properly when you snip them, when you're foraging and gathering them from the inside? Is it, is it important that you do that correctly?
0: I, I always think so. I mean, I, I have a nice, sharp pair of clippers. When you, when you sever the, the capillaries or, like, the little veins that take all the water up um, the tree trunk or up the stem – If they're kind of smooshed together, because you have dull scissors, it's gonna prevent water from going up clearly. If you have really nice, sharp shears, absolutely have some tools that are meant for the job. Like I get out my like big clippers if I'm going to go clip some branches. Okay. Um, and then cutting at an angle is for a reason because if you, here, let me show you an example. really. I don't,
1: quick. Think, I th- I don't think I ever cut at an angle. Okay. This is good to know. No wonder You're my flowers die so quickly.
0: <laughs> it's, just a, it's a little, it's a little pro tip, you know, but it's okay. So if I cut this stem, I don't know if that's in focus, but if I cut this mm-hmm. stem complete um, just perpendicularly. Um, it's just going to be like a little circle. I don't know. It's kind of hard. You can see it. No, we get <laughs> it. We can see you it. can see it. Okay. <laughs> but if I cut at an angle, I've now yeah. elongated that. So it's okay. like more surface area and more capillaries, uh, are opened up. They have bigger openings that way.
2: Okay. Yeah. So they can bring the water in easier. All right. Yep. Those are, those are great. That, the chicken wire, do you see the chicken wire in a, in a clear vase though? What, like, what's the trick there? Yeah.
0: Okay. So clear bases are tricky, I would say. There is a few different uh, protocols you could do with that. So you could get a flower frog to set at the base of it. A flower frog is usually it's a round disc that's flat. And it either has like little hairpin looking things at the top of it or spikes. And you'll see them actually at thrift stores, garage sales, because they were a thing of like the past floristry, street, but they're definitely coming back. So it's a much more sustainable form than like flower foam, for instance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also why I use chicken, uh, chicken wire. I can keep reusing this chicken wire. Um, you only need a little bit of it. I'm going to start selling my own little floristry street kits. Oh, oh genius. yeah. Thank you. It comes with like a pair of my favorite shears, um, some favorite clippers, and then a bundle of the chicken wire Um, probably an artful vessel and um, a little like demo link video kind of thing. Are you going to sell sell
1: them through Instagram?
0: Um, Make sure
1: to promote it when it comes out.
0: Well, I love that. And I think that it's a great way to get people involved. I want to start a Patreon account too, or something to that effect where people can help support my artistry, but I can give, you know, provide the knowledge to them um, because I am all about spreading this like wildflowers. That's my saying. I'm always like like wildflowers because people, people need life. They need to bring this into their homes. It's very joyful. It's it's and to arrange is very peaceful. So I'm so glad that both of you enjoy doing that at your own homes.
2: I don't do it well, but i love having it in. And actually, Lisa, you did a super cool collaboration recently, an event with Jenny Kane with the designer, Jenny Kane, right? Amy, do you that? Is she makes it sounds familiar you, she's all over instagram all the time yeah like it's like it, she, really um, beautiful imagine? knitwear and shoes and, yes. yeah yeah I've she's like it. she
0: is a beautiful california-based uh woman and lifestyle brand and they have gorgeous sweaters and like basics like yeah nice duster cardigans um and the quality is so phenomenal. I splurged on it, a cashmere sweater and it's like butter, you know. Yes, it's I've so seen this all
1: over now that you're talking about it. What yeah, was the collaboration so that you did?
0: Well, they an amazing shopping district has scooped me up here. I'm actually working with some clients there uh, this upcoming month too. So it's been absolutely amazing um, getting to know the clients and tenants of that area. And they came in with their adorable Airstream. They drive this Airstream around the country and they test out different markets. So they were testing out the Houston, uh, river Oak shopping district. And, um, they brought their little Airstream down and the shopping district got in touch with me. And they're like, well, we have a great florist in mind. Maybe you could do something with them. They always love featuring fresh flowers and then bouquets with purchase so mm. it's a really cute way to um you know bring in some some people to, and interest to check out their brand especially since they're new to town and welcome them with a bouquet and um i did i went above and beyond for my first and i do this with every single client um, and that's where the true artist is in me i always go above and beyond because I'm i'm so passionate about succeeding in this journey and making it what I wanted want it to be, that having clients to support that means the world to me. Um, and they gave me free reign the second go-around because they were like, what could you do? We we really like your story. Like, can you can you do some kind of side event? And so the second time they came in town Um, I did a floral demonstration and then we gave away those flower arrangements to one lucky customer and um, it was so fun. And then that opened my eyes to the idea of doing pop-ups and Mm -hmm. um, sharing my story and having a little flower booth wherever. Um, So yeah, it's been, it's been gradually evolving into something way bigger than I had ever imagined.
2: Yeah. You're quite the so far.
0: clients like that. They scooped me up and they gave me a chance and
2: yeah. That's very. my cool. gratitude
0: for that is that I can't articulate that quite because um, it takes it takes courage, you know, and then it takes openness.
2: So you're definitely people. you're an entrepreneur. I mean, without a shadow of <laughs> doubt, it's like it seems like you're on a constant stream of how do I expand to do more, do more, do more. So what have been some of your biggest hurdles in starting your um, company?
0: Uh, having a young child, <laughs> so and so is the love of our life. Um, he's our little boy. He's almost he's almost four. I can't even Aww. believe it. Um, but starting this at that point in life um, was was very challenging. And look at this little one,
1: eh, right on cue, <laughs> right on cue. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Reese, wave hi. Sorry. My my almost four-year-old just walked in. <laughs> well, she was just
1: talking about her son. What oh, His yeah. name's Enzo. I love that name. Oh, Enzo. Thank you. Yes. Enzo is almost four, and he is
0: such a nature lover. He he loves flowers. He loves that I'm doing this. But anyway, that was really hard because I was also going through a great hormonal shift, um, and maybe this can lead into my diagnosis. Yeah. As women, uh, our hormones are constantly changing and evolving. I had no idea the magnitude of how it could hinder my physical and mental well-being until just a few years ago. Um, So that was one of my biggest challenges, absolutely. Another was um, finding a sustainable way to keep up with my artistry. I have constantly... Molded and shaped this into what I need it to be to support me as a, a successful individual means I need to be healthy. I need to maintain my mental and emotional and physical well being. And that means I can't get tapped out. I can't get physically worn down. And so I have carefully chosen opportunities along the way that are authentic and genuine to me and that I truly feel will give back in a certain way. And um, I think if you continue. To remain genuine, I think it's very difficult in today's world because you're going to get t- you're going to get thrown in all sorts of directions. So many people have so many ideas for you once they see that you have talent, um, and you will be pulled and pulled and pulled. But there is intuition within us that absolutely can guide us successfully. And if you listen to that voice and you you trust in those opportunities that you feel more sure about. I think it's going to bring you a great amount of success and happiness. So
2: that's beautiful. Well said. All right. So that brings me into your diagnosis because you brought it up a couple (coughs) times, but we haven't officially said what it is. So you said it was a year ago. Was it 2020 or 2019? You were diagnosed with PMDD, right? Yes. Okay. So
0: July, July of 2019. Um, I received an official diagnosis um, of premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is abbreviated PMDD. And uh, this is something that is estimated to affect um, anywhere from 5 to 8% of uh, females or females assigned at birth. And, um, it, it, can impact you and, uh, worsen over the course of time because, um, as we get older, again, our hormones, certain hormones are getting depleted, um, the shifts and the spikes during the fertile years, that's intense. So it's, it's through all of that. Um, it was a lot of tracking and it was a lot of therapy, um, and, and monitoring when I was having these really deep. Uh, very uh, disruptive emotional downswings with um, heightened anxiety and extreme depression. And it was coming about in a very cyclical way. It just seemed, gosh, I felt like I just went through this last month, you know, and even even my husband and my partner, um, he was recognizing a pattern. And it seemed that essentially about half the month, And it's not even consecutive days. And that's what's so frustrating about it. It's not like I can just be like, okay, I'm going to check out from society for these two weeks. It's like an up and down and an up and down. Hmm. And um, it's through the shifts of my hormones. My body cannot handle that shift between progesterone and estrogen. And um I have a very clockwork cycle in the aspect that I am on a regular 28 to 30 day cycle. So I was able to map out through tracking my cycles, especially after the birth of my son, when I noticed a very hard transition between um, um I was weaning him, I had been breastfeeding him. He was around 14 months of age. And it was in the months leading up where my supply was lessening um, that I was feeling more depressed. And, um, so was gaining independence and I was feeling frantic and I was searching and I was like, what, what, what am I, who am I? Like I'm a mom and I, I'm, I'm staying at home with my beautiful baby boy, but there's something here that doesn't feel right. Why do I, why do I get almost rageful? Um, every few weeks, why, why do I have these terrible bouts of depression where I just don't even want to get out of bed? My body aches. Um I was just i was I was feeling so terrible mm-hmm. about myself because I had the most beautiful life and so many abundant mm-hmm. blessings. and i have I come with a from a family that we have faced some very traumatic situations in the past several years, and we have we have an amazing special needs niece um and and you know, we've faced illnesses and And it's been hard on our family, you know, and, and inside I was like, am I just dealing with that? Why do I feel so negative all the time? Why can't I just be happy like everybody else? Like I was just constant doubts, constant insecurities, constant negative self-talk. And during those downswings, I was noticing uh, my thoughts were becoming very strong towards suicidal ideation. And um, that is a hard topic for some to Stomach, and I understand why. Um, It is something I live through every single month. Um, I will say that this is the first month um, through amazing encouragement and support, and amazing system that I've. I finally tackled uh, these thoughts, and they do not scare me anymore. I'm able to push them away that is like huge for me. Wow, I'm so happy. Thank you. Amazing. It's so incredible. I am, uh, my gratitude is, um, I, I will get teary eyed every time I talk about it because the number of times that I have told myself, you are not worth it. You are not worth living. Um, you wouldn't even believe and you would not recognize me on those days and hiding that from the world was extremely damaging Mm-hmm. Practicing that mentality since backtracking. Mm-hmm. I do believe I had this illness since I was 16.
1: Wow um,
0: through a very, very identifiable behaviors that I'm now aware of. It's incredible how much my body just is like on a repeat, right? but i'm I'm getting smarter than it. I'm doing mind over matter. Absolutely. I'm practicing yoga and eating healthier. I'm getting more sleep. I am putting my wellness and well-being first before anything else, because I know that's what's going to make me the best mama, (laughs) the best wife, um, and the best individual here in my life uh, for the world, um, because that's authentic and genuine to me. And I'm not scared of showing everyone who I am anymore because it's not so scary. Um, Good for you, Thank thank you. you. I just
1: want to say – You know, I'm so glad you're talking about this because I actually had never (laughs) heard of this before when Katie was – we were kind of talking about this episode. So I'm so glad you're bringing it to – there are people that likely have the same thing that don't even know and they probably just think it's PMS because, like, everyone gets PMS, Mm -hmm. but, like, there's definitely a scale of, you know – the extreme that you're dealing with. And then, so I I just never had heard of it before. And that's so interesting. So in terms of your treatment, it sounds like you're tackling it with lots of different things. Is it all, um, through therapy and meditation and those sorts of things, or is there also medications that are helpful for this or supplements or things like that? Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: So, um, Thank you. Yes. It has been through a lot of constant and and very um, dedicated therapy. I go every other two weeks. I love my therapist. (laughs) I love her. I have an amazing psychiatrist who's on board with us. My OBGYN is in the picture as well as my endocrinologist. So I think having a good support system of professionals to guide you through this. Um, Opening up to my loved ones, liberating. My closest people that I trust greatly. Um, I finally, when the thoughts became too scary for me, um, and I was feeling like, um, they were very convincing, which is hard to say. They were very convincing. Um, I finally opened up to my husband. My husband didn't even know. Oh
1: my gosh. um, Until
0: this year. Yeah. Wow. That's a big thing to keep from your life partner. And the amount of guilt that comes with that alone is something to you know play with your mind. But you know what? I, 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 he has been a pillar of support along with my best friends. And um, I'm also working with a wellness coach, Jenna Longoria. She is the period guru. Totally want to connect you guys. Wow. She's amazing. She has dedicated her life to helping women like me Women with um, endometriosis, PCOS, infertility, etc. So oh, we should definitely never got, on that show. That's so interesting. Yes, yes, I will make that connection because I think she would love to be a part of this show. I
2: yeah. I just want to say I um you know I've known you my whole life, obviously, and you're my cousin, and you have always had seemed like the, one of the most positive people to me. Like you've always had such a positive demeanor. I would have never had any idea that you were holding this in and hiding this from the world. And thank you for being so brave and sharing it with us. So let's hit some stats here because I think it's good for people to, to hear. So you're saying this is something that you can be born with. Is that what I heard you
0: say? I think you can absolutely be predispositioned to
2: Predisposition. Yes. Right. But it, it happens absolutely. obviously as you're older and you go through um, uh, puberty right? That's when it starts. Okay.
0: Um, Well, it it can start for select individuals um, with that. And it's usually individuals who um, had a difficult childhood. And I think for me, recognizing that I always had a certain level of social anxiety, um, and had a hard time expressing my emotions as a child, Um, I think keeping all that inwards, it really does build up and you start training your brain to think negatively. Mm -hmm. Um, thank you for recognizing that I am a positive person outwards. I try to shine and I try, um, to absolutely uplift others, but I had never given myself that gift Mm -hmm. until this year. And, um, for the first time I can say, I love myself and my soul. (laughs) and uh it when you're authentically positive and you really believe and hope that there could be something better and you can allow yourself to dream a little bit um let that guide you if you're having a hard time and please reach
2: out to me. (laughs) Let me give you a pep talk. (laughs) That's such a good message. I, (laughs) I want to know, how did you, how did you go through years of trying to get diagnosed? How did you get end up ultimately being diagnosed? And, and I heard you say endocrinologist. Is there, is this also endocrine?
0: Um, I, yes, I do think my thyroid definitely comes into play here. I have Mm -hmm. low TSH right now. So, um, I um, know that uh, I have a hyperactive thyroid um, and that can play into our hormones. And so I'm working, I'm probably going to get on medication for that. You had also asked, um, am I on another medication? I am on Lexapro. Um, That Mm -hmm. is called an SSRI. It's a serotonin something reuptake inhibitor. Um, I'm not good with those kind of medical um, terminologies, but it's an anti-anxiety, and antidepressant. And I've been on it since July of 2019. Um, is that right? Oh, my gosh. Or 2020. July of 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I get my mirror. I know. It's, I, my- it's really hard. Can't believe it's 2021. But yes, exactly. I I started then with a very low dosage because I was very scared and hesitant of introducing a medication to my body. I had been on another one um, at an earlier point uh, before I got married, and then I subsequently got off of it when I did get married. Cause I felt a swing of happiness and joy. And I was like, okay, and now we're gonna try for a baby, and this life is exciting. And I think situationally, I I was able to heal myself in certain points of time, um, or at least keep the symptoms more at bay. But being in triggering situations um, is something that absolutely throws me for a deep, deep spiral. Um, So I'm very conscious now of setting um, healthy boundaries Um, keeping uh, toxic relationships at bay. It's hard to identify those to some people. Um, And then learning to love um, individuals, you know, in different ways so that I can continue to stay connected with them. But maybe I need a little distance, you know, something like that. Um, So that's been healing. And then additionally, um, yeah, the therapy is what open our eyes to this. My therapist was recognizing and she's like, just something's not matching up here. Like, have mm-hmm. you talked to your OBGYN? And at that point in time, I was trying to get pregnant. So those emotions were involved. And it wasn't really until after when I was noticing those trends again, in my emotions that she's like, Hey, just try, just try marking it on your calendar. And just see, is it happening? And sure enough, it happens around the time of ovulation.
1: Interesting. For me. Okay. So before that, you just thought it was generalized anxiety, probably. I you had, thought you it was link totally it with your random. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I had no clue. And that that's where Western medicine does this a disservice. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm passionate about opening up to females about this, because yes, absolutely. I have I have talked with, I don't know, maybe 40 women or so this year on this topic. Um, at least five of those have received a diagnosis. Oh wow! I think this is much more prevalent than what we are realizing it. Sure. At, yeah. 100%. Uh, because it's not it's not talked about enough. When I finally mentioned the words suicidal ideation, negative self talk, um, cyclical behaviors, a rageful um, surge uh, followed by extreme remorse, guilt, um, self hatred, dysmorphia. Dysmorphia in its greatest form. I, I physically, I feel like I am looking like a different person. I will not look at myself in the mirror on those days. Wow. I wouldn't face myself. I always looked down at the ground. Um, did not make eye contact with individuals when I was feeling like that. Having that amount of isolation is so detrimental to your health. And then all of the negativity then starts manifesting itself physically, my body ached. Mm. I had extreme muscle fatigue. I, um, extreme fatigue in general. It's not, yeah, we all get tired around the course of our period, but it was like, I just wanted to sleep and I wanted to sleep through the pain. Absolutely. Um, there were days where my husband had to completely step in as a sole parent because I simply could not and he's been so incredibly amazing. He is a our hero. And um, and uh, Enzo is my hero. And Enzo calls me his hero too. So Aww. this is definitely a family journey. And I think that um, if we can just remove the stigma of it, and if we can start practicing and, and talking out loud about how we're actually feeling, I think- the world is going to shift in a better direction. We've got to do this. We've experienced a lot of trauma in the past few years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, so once you were diagnosed with something specific, PMDD, did you almost feel better because you're like, okay, at least it's something. It's not just like, like it's actually identified. It's around my period. Like you're starting to narrow in. And then I'm sure once you started telling people, you probably had this wave of relief and almost felt better just because you're not hiding it.
0: Yeah. Um, at first, um, before I received the diagnosis, I literally thought I was an evil person half the month. Um, a lot of, a lot of people who have this condition, um, they call it Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Um, and, and that's, that's really sad because I, I definitely don't exude that outwardly toward anybody else except my closest loved ones who unfortunately, um, they would see that really dark side and, um, They stood by my side and, and I know not everybody is as lucky. And when suicidal ideation comes into play, we have to be there for those kind of people and start making them feel like it's going to be okay. You have something that a lot of women struggle with, and we're going to get through this together and there are going to be tactics. There's going to be ups and downs and ups and downs. Um, but we do have the ability to provide you with some resources and tools. And, um, and, and if, if we can find that support for people, I I absolutely want to give back to that community. And I'm, I'm trying to think of a creative way to do so. Um, what is,
2: what's the treatment Lisa? So is it, is like, like, how did you come up with this plan of, of taking the SSRI and was this, is this all part of the treatment or how, how are you managing it in whole?
0: Um, alongside with my therapy and my psychiatrist and my OBGYN, um, there are a few different protocols you can follow. So yes, um, medication, there are some supplements. Magnesium is huge, mm. huge. Um, so to having, um, in, in certain foods, a lot of omegas, a lot of leafy greens, things like that. Um, so dietary wise, there's things. But um, another course of action is a hysterectomy and ophorectomy. And I will say last month, I almost, I did schedule an appointment with my OB to talk about that because I was so desperate. But I think I finally made a huge breakthrough last month. And I know that that's very possible that I will slip up and down still. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm facing this thing head on now and I'm not stepping back.
1: Good for so you. And I'm you have the to, right tools. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. have the right
0: tools and I'm ready to share them. Um, so I am like a PMDD warrior. I think I am. Yeah. I know I am. You, are, and I you want don't others think you are.
2: Me. You are. You are a warrior. I Absolutely. I am a PMDD warrior. Yeah. Um,
0: but there's a great, there's a great um, few groups on Instagram that I'm following. It's been really nice connecting with others who have it. Um, I recently came out on Instagram by announcing that I yeah, do I have that. this condition. Thank you. That was <laughs> After that last downward swing, uh, swing, when I was like, I don't want to take away these organs that made me a female. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad that that could really potentially be it. And I think it like made me step up in a way um, by recognizing I'm not ready to lose that piece of this journey yet, um, that I am going to give this my all. I am going to push those negative thoughts away as if they are the worst enemy. Absolutely. But I'm also going to hug and forgive myself from Mm. where I've been. And I will, I will try to love on myself during those hard days. And now recognizing that I think I am worthy of love and life, um, and, and making that switch and that, uh, switch in my mentality is going to guide me through this. So
1: it's huge. I mean, the talk track that you tell yourself is everything. Yeah. And I'm so glad to see you treating yourself more positively and what you just said which is forgiving yourself and like giving yourself a break versus you know what you were yeah. doing prior so um that's yeah. amazing.
0: You're masters of internalization and the guilt trip. For sure. You are masters for for everything that we we want to achieve in our lives it's 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 easy to go down that road and
1: especially experience. as a mom.
0: It, mm-hmm. yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I or love- I, even at, I, I think. Oh, sorry. go ahead. <laughs> No, go ahead, please. Well, I was
0: going to say, even as a mom, and even mm-hmm. as an um, adolescence, and and I think that you know, we we are in a different age now, where I think society is seeing how much we can absolutely contribute with our minds, our souls, and. Um, and with our amazing ideas and the way that we're connecting people, um, I, I'm, I'm a feminist <laughs> and proud to be one, but also um, I'm embracing um, being okay with sharing this with men as well. Mm-hmm. I've opened up to my yoga instructor day one. What are you here for? emotional (laughs) well-being I I shared that with the class and I was like here we go Lisa you're gonna start talking out loud you're gonna do it and it's not gonna be that bad and let me tell you it's been beautiful and sharing it with guys let's not make the period talk so taboo exactly our body yeah like we are physical we are humans and and this is what our bodies do I mean like it's amazing what they can do. Let's celebrate it. Instead of being like, let's not talk about that, guys. Of
2: course. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> taking the stigma out of it is so powerful. And I, I just have to say, I, you, what you're doing and what you're saying, you're, you're really truly going to help someone that's listening. And you gave so many tools and tips that could not only help someone identify what they're potentially experiencing, but also how that they can overcome it. Um, and i i just want to thank you for being so brave and i i think what you're doing with your with your floral art is is healing you i mean it clearly is doing so so much for you so i'm just i'm really happy for you i really am Thank you katie
0: thank you I'm happy to be here I'm very happy to be here
2: before we wrap up i i quickly want to know how our listener can find you if they want to get their hands on your amazing art, because (laughs) these florals are something. I mean, it's not like anything I've ever seen anywhere else before. It's really spectacular. So how can the listener find you?
0: Well, thank you, Katie. That's so sweet. Um, I'm so passionate to share my journey with others. So I would love some new followers and people to reach out to me and talk to me about flowers. Um, And like I said, I am going to start traveling with my workshops um, and I hope to be in a town near you one day. (laughs) Um, So uh, they can reach me at
1: Composto Fiori It's composto.fiori. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. We follow you. Your content is incredible, and we know that our listeners will love it too, so we'll make sure to put all of that info in our show notes. Um, okay, so we're going to get quickly to our wrap session and ask you a couple quick questions. And I'm going to add one in because I thought of it as we were talking. So firstly, what is your favorite wellness or beauty hack? Oh,
0: <laughs> oh okay. This is tricky. Um, I would say... Rest and water absolutely are key components, um, but also opening yourself up to um, just going for a walk outside. Um, mm. Spiritually, I feel like when you um, when you give yourself access to nature, I know this is maybe not. It's beauty from within. That's going to make you shine and be more confident. Um, so if if you find something that speaks to you or brings you that level of joy and peace and confidence, like keep doing it, and I feel like that will shine through you. Um, I also love Saint makeup. Have you guys heard of Saint? No. Official?
1: Mm-hmm. Have you, Amy?
0: It's me? S E I N T. I met a wonderful individual here in Houston. She's my rep. It's one of those companies where they don't have, uh, they don't carry it in store, but all you Mm. do is just order online. And if you want to support a rep, you can, otherwise you can just order it online. I think they come in these amazing tins and then you can put it in like a compact, um, but it's like cream based blushes and lip um, in a little tin. And then their eyeshadows are just like so beautiful. Um, and that in addition with ILIA beauty serum, um, it's like a, that's like, like my liquid foundation yeah. or like my CC cream. Um, I love those, those products a lot. Yes. Um, is, I is, that the, um
1: is that the ILIA or like hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid or like the, the serum hyaluronic serum that's tinted with SPF?
0: Yes. That yeah. One. yeah. 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 SPFs, I, I try absolutely. That one. Awesome. And then, um, yeah. insane is so cool. Cause like, I think their mission is to, to foster that confidence within women. And I will say when I wear their makeup, I feel like I'm glowing. <laughs> so I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's like the cute tins or unpackaging it, whatever it is, you can tell that there is a lot of intention in their products. And I think brands like that really care about their, their clients and your experience. So
1: Nice. Love that. Have to check that
2: out. <laughs> All right. Well, here's our next one. We call it our five minute flow. You just got out of the shower and dried off. Uber alerted you. They pinged you. They're five minutes away. You have five minutes to like throw it together and get in that Uber on time. What are your holy grails, your go tos to make it happen? You might have just said them, oh, I think. <laughs>
0: I did. Yeah. Seriously. I can do my makeup in five minutes and it's that quick with those products. Like I just rub on my serum and go. And then I have a little bit of blush. Um, and I do some eyeshadow and mascara and it's like, it is such an easy formula to follow. I don't, you know, I don't do a lot of contouring or anything like that, but I feel like I look natural and I like that my skin actually shines through that Mm Ilya serum. Um, so, yeah, I'll whip that baby up. And then <laughs> I um, I just would let my hair air dry. And I, I do have a product. Oh, my mother-in-law got it for me. It smells heavenly. I will send you the link for that. It's a hair serum. And Ooh. I just put it on my ends. And, like, it's just – it smooths it out. I have naturally wavy hair. So, it like, it dries like that. Otherwise, I put it on and, like, blow dry it. And it gives it, like, volume. It's, like, magic.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Magic. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Amy. What
2: was this elusive
1: other oh. question you're throwing on? Um, my other question was: <laughs> if you had to pick one flower, what would it be? Oh. What is your favorite? Um, <laughs> they're so, they're <laughs> so, so hard. <laughs> Mine is um, a peony. I can tell you that. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I would. It's between. It's between three. I would say um, dahlia's absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, dahlia's are so so abundant in Washington. And then recently I went to Asheville and there were, I went to some amazing farms there. Um, so dahlias have so much variety color and color in their petals. I think they're like burst of like sunshine and like, look at this coloring. I just, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. um, and some have the big yellow center, any flower, the big yellow center is also a favorite. Like I love chamomile. Look how cute these dainty babies are. Oh, that's chamomile.
2: Like that's like the tea. That's
0: chamomile. Oh, this cool. Teeth um a straw flower is this one this is another favorite that's beautiful and these are like papery petals oh wow and um
1: that's so pretty
0: you can cut off the heads of these once they're dry and this this is an everlasting flower so it'll always stay this yellow and i just like put them in a, a little bowl they're so beautiful Gorgeous. great, like, great you think that they were made of paper yeah um, they those look are safe. some of my those are my favorites yeah some of my favorites so nice. <laughs> okay. good
1: ones And how do you maintain your daily nirvana? Uh, Gratitude. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Gratitude. And
0: um, staying present. My son is my nirvana. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Experiencing the world through his eyes, getting out in nature with him and seeing all the teeny tiny details. Um, He has grown my love for nature exponentially And, and nature nature is where I, I seek my nirvana and I find it the most. So yeah, too. I think
1: to yeah, feel you, you on gotta that one. Out,
0: you got to get outside.
1: It's That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So we do a product recommendation or review um, every week. And I know Katie has one for us this week, so I don't know what it is. I'm excited to hear about it.
2: I do. And I feel like we should start getting swag from this company because we've mentioned them so many times. <laughs> love it. It is Sunday Riley auto-correct. Have you used this one, Amy?
1: Is that the caffeine? Um, it's the eye cream.
2: Yep. The caffeine. Yes. I haven't and used it a long time. Ring. Yeah. Have you ever used it, Lisa?
0: No, but I've heard of the Sunday Riley I'm and obs- I want to yeah, know about I'm it obsessed. because I just ran out of my eye cream. So tell me.
2: Okay. <laughs> What's so it called this again? Is- Auto-erase. Okay. It's called, uh, no, auto-correct.
0: And- auto-correct.
2: It is a brightening and de-puffing eye contour cream for $65 uh, for like 0.5 ounces. But I mean, it's eye cream, so it lasts a really long time. Um, It's a runaway bestseller and it banishes tired looking eyes. It instantly delivers a lifted and de-puffed look to the eye area, uh, which I've noticed instantly. I mean, I'm always like puffy in the mornings. And also, it does help with dark circles. I for sure have been super tired this week and my face wasn't entirely showing it, so I feel like it must be my eye cream. Um, some of the key ingredients are caffeine, like you said, Brazilian ginseng root extract. That's part of what uh, diminishes like the appearance of the puffiness, which is mm. me every day. Horse chestnut extract, xmella Oh, well, I can't say it. So we're not going to mention it. Um, but <laughs> it's great. It. It's, it's good stuff. I'm really like a huge Sunday Riley fanatic. I think their products are amazing. I've used, I, I don't know, maybe three or four different ones. And this is my latest and greatest. So I highly recommend this Sunday Riley autocorrect. And you can obviously get it on SundayRiley.com. I got mine at Sephora. It's probably at Ulta. So yeah, I dig it.
0: Yeah, I can find awesome. that. Like, I yeah, want to try it too now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's a good one. I, I think um, I actually got that at Sephora a couple of years ago because I went in asking for like what's the best eye cream, and that was the one they gave me. And then I used it, and then I don't. I probably ran out of it, and then tried something else, and I forgot about it. So it's
2: it's yeah. really like when you put it on, it's very moisturizing without being like tacky or sticky. It seeps in mm-hmm. really easily, and actually, I like. We were um, traveling for a wedding, and I forgot to bring my face cream. And I was just like, yeah, oh, okay, let me use a little bit of this." And I used that in place, and my skin looked great. So, I mean, oh. you know, in a pinch, but like that's it's it has like that nice texture, that nice consistency. Where yeah, I like moisturizing, I love that. Yeah, and your skin still glows through. Like I've had some eye creams before that are like tacky or like dry you out. This one's really nice. It's great.
0: Oh, yeah. I like the lightness, that it sounds like it's it's a lighter formula.
2: Yes, it is. Totally. So it's a good one. Awesome. Yeah. So did you say that you had a mantra for us, Lisa?
0: Breathing safety into every one of my rooms and my home has been um, incredibly healing. I just walk into a room and say, I am safe here. I am present. Um, and I am grateful Mm. and, um, it is, it's, it's gratitude. Um, anything that expresses gratitude is, is always a good mantra for me. So I, I don't know. I, I vary based on like what I'm feeling. Um, I always give myself pep talks now. Sometimes I talk out loud (laughs) and I'm like, you've got this, you know, but it's, um, it's funny for someone who was so scared to, to share her voice, um, I'm so grateful to be here to, to start doing it. So thank oh, you for having me. I'm so happy for <laughs> thank you. For and for sharing we're
1: so story. It was so incredible.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> I, I want to repeat that mantra that you just said about what was it? I am, I am safe. Can you say those three things? Cause that's really yeah. powerful. Yes. Okay.
0: I am safe. I am present and I am grateful.
2: Beautiful. Love it yeah thank you Lisa thank you you so much yeah we're honored to have you thank you you for joining
1: us it
0: was my honor I love it I'm so glad
1: thanks for listening to Nirvana sisters for more information on this episode check out the show notes please subscribe and leave us a review also find us on Instagram at Nirvana sisters if you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would please share it and tag us Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.